We are almost at the end of the liturgical year. Next Sunday is the Christ the King Sunday, which is the end of the liturgical season. And in two weeks, we enter into a new calendar year of the church with the season of Advent. And as we draw towards the end of the liturgical year, the gospel seems to be more and more about our own preparation and anticipation for the return of the Lord. And the parable, to, and the parable today helps us to enter into our own reflection as to how prepared are we when the Master returns. And what is the attitude that we need to have as we anticipate the return of the Master and most especially on His return? The characters in the story in, of the parable are really pedagogical. It te they teach us as to the different modes of preparation and the different attitudes in, in our anticipation for the return. As I was reflecting on this several days ago, preparing for this homily, and I was going through the different reading, the first reading, the responsorial psalm, the second reading, and the gospel, there seems to be a unifying theme. And the theme that keeps on popping in my head is the theme of fear. Fear. A positive, but it's also a paralyzing fear. Well, obviously, that word appears, appears in the responsorial psalm today. Blessed are, they, are those who fear the Lord. Blessed are you who fear the Lord, who walk in His ways. Obviously, this underscores a positive kind of fear, not a paralyzing one, but rather a fear that is born out of our love for God. You know, when you are in a great relationship and you truly love a person, we sometimes say, I don't want to do this because I fear that it would offend him or her. That's a positive one because of great love for that person. But also, we were given another kind of fear in the gospel, which is the paralyzing fear. The one that deters us to realize our ultimate potentials with the example of the third servant. We were told in the gospel, the word that was used was, out of fear, he dug a hole and buried the talent given by his, by, by his master. The question is for us, what was the basis of this fear of this third servant in the gospel? There seems to be that tension as, what I've, as of what I've said, a positive fear and, and, a, and a negative one. How can we reconcile the two? Well, we can reconcile the, the two by asking, is there really a basis for a paralyzing fear, especially the third servant in the gospel? And we can answer that by looking at, by, by looking at the character of the master. The parable begins immediately by saying that there was a master who, who gave his servants talents. You know, the word talent here in the gospel is a little bit misleading. It does not refer to 
our usual understanding of a talent like talent in singing or talent in playing instrument that's not what the gospel here is talking about what the gospel here is talking about is a unit of measurement during the time of jesus a talent is a piece of metal it can be silver or gold and the value of a talent during the time of jesus you would be surprised one talent is equivalent to 15 years of wage of an ordinary worker that's a talent it's a piece of metal it could be gold or silver and the value of it is that it's worth a talent is worth 15 years of ordinary of 15 years of wage of ordinary worker could you imagine you know looking at this this master in the story how generous he is we were told that with the first servant he gave how many five so 15 times five that's 75 years right 75 years work of wage of an ordinary worker he must be like a zillionaire but what it tells us is that this master is super generous he lavishes on on his household but not only he is generous we were told that he gave talents according to the abilities of the servant according to the abilities of the servant what does this, this that, what does this tells us it tells us that he really knows the members of his household he would not be able to make a decision i'll give you five i'll give you two i'll give you one if he doesn't know them intimately the master is really knowledgeable of the different weaknesses and strengths of the people in his household i want you to picture god i want you to picture the master here as an image of god god knows intimately each one of us he sees us with a unique set of eyes individually and he deals with us in a very special way uniquely and then he told his servants do whatever you want to do with those talents there was great latitude as to how they're gonna make them productive he was not a dictator he wasn't you know he wasn't a very he wasn't a rigid supervisor he tells them you know be creative exercise your creativity and when God gives us different gifts, different blessings, He doesn't tell us, I want you to use them this way, but rather He gives us great latitude. But expecting us also in the end to be productive. To be productive. To be able to, to invest wisely. You know, the attitude of the first servant and the second servant is really are, is really telling on how on how they valued the trust and the confidence of their master in them we were told the word that was used in the gospel today was immediately immediately the ones who received five talents went and traded immediately there was no delay because 
the first servant and the second servant realize the great confidence and trust that their master had put on them. But the third servant acted differently. We were told that he dug a hole and buried the talent on the ground because he was fearful of his master. He had a very different image of his master. You know, if we have a very different image of God, operating out of paralyzing fear, we will never live in joy. <laughs> we will always just going to be checking, you know, checking the, um, what, what's the word that I am? Checklist. Uh, yeah. we, we were just going to be going through the checklist. Minimum. And not really investing wisely. But these two, the first two, entered into, into the joy, into the confidence and trust of the master. Guys, I want you to think of the five major gifts or talents that God has given you at this moment of your life now. Okay, let's even, let's, let's even um, just focus on, on the first three that God has given you, that God has given you. How are you investing or trading them well? How are you trading, investing them well? Or have we dug a hole and buried it on the ground? And then when our time comes, when we have to see the Lord face to face and the Lord is asking us for our own accounting, it's like, okay, nothing has changed. This is it. And we will not be able to enjoy and enter into the, into the feast of the master. You know, but what deterred the guy, the third servant, from investing was his image of his master. He said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not were you did not scatter so out of fear i went off and buried your talent to the ground what is that image of god in your mind that deters you to invest the greatest the heaviest and the weightiest gift that god has given us which is the gift of faith how are you investing that most important gift that god has given you that has given me the gift of faith do we even consider it as the top gift from God? Or is it the bottom? You know, during this time of pandemic, it is so easy to even be complacent about it. You know, some before the pandemic, probably it's not yet, it's not yet underground, but during the six or seven months of hiatus, it could easily be underground now. What paralyzes you at the moment? A kind of fear that deters us to enter into the joy of God's presence. And who are you among the characters in the story today? You know, in as much as we are invited 
to look at the three characters in the story, the, the three servants, in the end also, we are being called like that of a master who was generous, who lavishly invested on the people that were, in, that, that were entrusted to him, empowering them. You know, hopefully, we don't just get stuck in analyzing where we are in this story by looking at the characters of the servants, but we also look at the other side, which is the image of the master. How am I, am I generous? Do I trust in the people entrusted to my care? Do I empower them to realize their great potentials? Do I empower them to, to be creative? <laughs> May we have the urgency and also the industry of the first two servants. And let us pray to grow in generosity and kindness just like that of the Master.